Welcome to Hack and Slash Played, a gaming podcast where the hacks bring you what we've slash played. I'm Danny Lasca, and with me we have Anthony Moganum. Roger, Roger. And also with me is Eddie Mesmajano. Hey. Super original. I like it. <laughs> I wrote that one myself. Oh, proud of you. <laughs> Roger, Roger, that's that's the robots from episode one. <laughs> yeah. You know, uh, the Star Wars Battlefront 2 beta went live this past weekend. Does it take place in episode one? Uh, I don't It does have battle Star droids. Wars. Does it have battle droids? <laughs> I don't want Star Wars fans attacking me online, so I'm not going to answer that question. But you do play on Naboo, and you do play as those specific droids. So that's that's some episode one shit. Right yeah, there. that's so. some Trade Federation ass Trade Federation. Well, they were in all three. They were, that's prequel ass crap though. Well, is whatever. There more it is. Than, is there more than just prequel? You know this the beta. Yeah, so I'm assuming there's going to be a lot more because the game seems like it's huge and it's full of amazing stuff. But the beta itself really only had two levels that were available, and it mm. was the Naboo level where you're either fighting as they're not stormtroopers, they're clones. Oh, you're wait, you're the clones fighting for the alliance when they're still like you can not play turned? either side. Well, yeah, because you got to so fight someone. So there's the Imperial side, and then there's the... I, I don't know. Wait, it's the Empire versus the fucking... It's, so the it, robots? Essentially, what it's going to be is... They're going to be battles sides. throughout the histories of right. Star Wars. So you you will be the but clones But when the Trade fight. Federation was a thing, right. the clones were fighting for the, uh, the uh, Council. Right. Of five. Yeah, well, so, one five. so that battle specifically will reflect the historical like moment, right? So then there'll be a moment while you're on the other side as a, a not a clone, but a stormtrooper, right? Like later in time. Yeah, exactly. Like on Tatooine. Exactly. The other level is a space battle level, which is what everyone wanted from the original. Oh, really? Right. So, so it's like all everyone's in planes or do you have like jetpack troopers? No, every, it's in space, right? And in each level, the mission. What? So no, no of course it does. You're not on a plane. You're not on a planet. You're like literally so flying in spaceships. Space. Yes. Cool. Now, for those of you who don't know, out there in cyberspace or in your cars listening to this, I don't know where you guys are. The original Battlefront came out and was highly, it was really, everyone wanted it, right? This is a game that everyone wanted to play since the last Star Wars shooter. There was a Battlefront before. I don't know if it was called Battlefront. Yeah, it was. It was. Battle, Battlefront was, it came out maybe two years ago. No no no, 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 but I mean, like, there was one before that. Yeah, there was yeah. a there battlefield was Battlefront skin which... of Star Wars. Like, that came out in, like, the early 2000s. Yeah, and it was pretty good. I played the shit out yeah, of it. Yeah, it was fun. So, it was Battlefront 1 came out, like, God, what, 2002, Six. 2003? Yeah, like, early 2000s. And then 2005, they came out with Battlefront 2. Okay. They're both Star Wars. Right. Yeah, of course. And then the newer one, the remake of Battlefront then, came out recently. It came out maybe a couple years ago. Lacking and like half the content. Yeah, right? they basically released a game that was half a game and was more than $60. And then all the DLC, yeah, basically on release, they said there was a bunch of DLC packs that you could buy also. Mm. And people were pissed. Understandably. Right? So they basically, I don't want to say they scrapped it because it's still live. But this new one was supposed to be an apology well. to gamers, to fans, oh. right? And so they were like, there's not going to be any DLCs and everything's included and everything, all the updates are going to be free and put into it, which is great. And so I jumped into the beta with the, the highest expectations and like just wanting to love this game. Okay. You know, a mixture of high expectations and wanting to love it. Okay. And it is... So all, all good vibes all around. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's beautiful. There's nothing else to say about this game besides it is absolutely beautiful. The models... The character movements, the environment. So as your apology accepted. I'll get into that. Oh. <laughs> but as you're running through, just let's talk about the the one where you're actually on the ground, the level on Naboo. Okay. Right? Playing as the robots, I prefer that over the human characters on the other side. Are right? they different? Well, the weapons are different, and They're I tend to do loadouts. better with the robots. Interesting. Right? So I generally play as a heavy character. And as you're running through this level... Um, there's so much environment, like there's so much to be seen. There's leaves blowing everywhere and there's birds flying everywhere and there's all kinds of nature around you. It, it really is like artwork. Okay. It's, it's amazing. Did it keep the whole champion thing? Like where if you kick yes. ass, you get to be like, there's a point system where every kill you get or every assist, it gives you a certain number of points. And then you can choose to be characters that cost points when you die. So on the loadout, you oh. could be Darth Maul or you could be Han Solo or Chewbacca or in the it's, space level, I think it's, like, like, it's like space specific or bleh, level specific. Um, I think it's side specific. I don't it, know. There's only two levels: one right. showcasing space, one showcasing yeah. ground. So what do you It's going to be battle specific. You right? like so the it, Millennium Falcon. Oh, yeah. Or you can do like Slave One. You know, Boba Fett. Boba Fett. Yeah, I thought it was Slave Two. I think it's Slave One. 
doesn't matter. It's so number. it's going to be battle specific, <laughs> yeah. right? So you're not going to be able to load out. Um, How do you know Darth Maul on a level that Darth Maul wasn't alive? Oh, like, that's like down true. the line. That makes sense. Darth yeah. Maul wouldn't fight Luke Skywalker because Luke right. Skywalker they was didn't still live alive. in the same time zone. I mean, Anakin's balls hadn't even dropped. <laughs> so yeah. The game is intense and it's really fun. Like I was having a blast playing this shooter and I generally don't like shooters, but the music and the environment and everything about it, like really got me into it. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. As when I played the space level also, I've never played a space shooter. That's so dynamic. And so it's what star citizen needs to become super fast paced. You have to shoot ahead of the person in front of you. You can't just shoot the ship. You don't have to like your, your, lasers have to trail into them basically all right so you can it's not spin all different directions there is no up it's amazing you can be upside down you can spin around evasive maneuvers so it's got six-way movement oh yeah i like it's that. really really can cool. you fly upside down the whole time yeah of course you can but it's not upside down well it doesn't make you upside down i mean it does but your camera is going to spin with your ship as you start does to it yeah well that's different because well all right never mind i'm thinking of a different game i'm thinking of an old a DOS game called Descent, which had that and mm-hmm. the six ways of movement, which actually is having a resurgence that I'm very excited for soon. Did you ever play Warhawk for PlayStation? Mm-mm. So Warhawk had similar gameplay. It was right. a, a basically a dog fighting kind of game uh, where you fly uh, jets. Okay. Right. And uh, it, really amazing, really fun, fast paced, heart pounding, you know, gameplay. But uh, this very similar with the star wars music and atmosphere and playing with your friends i played with a few buddies online and you have to work together and like stay in a squad so were you red seven uh i don't know i don't want to get into the details you gotta get a handle man apart (laughs) by star wars fans but uh gold leader the game really stands up to a lot but unfortunately is pay to win so everything's included with it but they introduced a crate system which seems to be kind of a uh, trend in the industry now so not everything is open it's not like call of duty where you just have to play and you're guaranteed a result it's a gamble yeah it's a gamble so as you play the game you get points and you level up your character similar to call of duty or any other shooter basically at this point and or your profile right and you can buy crates with the money that you earn, but you can also pay real money for them. And inside the crates, it gives you different cards, which activate different abilities for all the characters. So there's some that are aesthetic, others that actually affect gameplay in the sense that you can be invulnerable for a certain period of time. If you get hit, you know, I don't know the percentages and whatnot, yeah, but, yeah. Um, or you do more damage or you have more defense and stuff like that. So it's not like guns. It's like actual like powers. Um, I think you can get guns too, but the point is it's game changing abilities that you can pay for. Right. And it's not even like you can just pay and get the gun, but you have to pay for the crate. And then there's a chance that you're going to get what you want. Well, gotcha. So people are pissed. (laughs) Honestly, people are really pissed because this is a trend in the industry, even for Shadow of War, the new um, Lord of the Rings game. Isn't that a single player game? It is a single player game, but I think there's online aspects to it. I'm not 100 percent sure. So kind of like Dead Red Dead, where like it's got a whole single player mid thing and then. There's just like, hey, you want to fuck around with some friends? I didn't play it yet. I'm going to play it over the next couple of weeks and I'll have a report on it. Gotcha. But with this, um, I mean, yeah, there's a crate system in Shadow of War, right? Where you get aesthetics. And I don't know if it's game changing, but the whole microtransactions thing really is starting to take a big place in AAA games like it never did before. It's because it makes money. Yeah, I'm sure it does. But at the same time, they need to respect their players. And this is a game that before I played it, I was certain I wasn't going to buy it. Because I honestly, I'm not a huge fan of EA because they ruined Maxis, and I'll list off a hundred reasons why. You gotta stop me, but SimCity, yeah, Maxis. <laughs> um, but at the same time, I got into the game and was like, "Wow, this is amazing! I might actually buy this." And then the crate system, no way, not buying it. Once I so found you, that so out, you went from sold to unsold, unsold in- to sold, back to unsold. But see, I like for me, I don't find a problem with that. Um, with the randomness. Well, with the randomness, with being able to buy the cards that you need to, you know, the pay to win aspect, because yeah. I'm going to play the game, right? I'm going to enjoy it. And I'm, it's only going to encourage me to play more so that I get more of the stuff. What you're that, missing is it's not fair. Like there's no even playing field. It, is, yeah, it, is, it will it be is fair. fair. It's not fair because even now with just the experience points and not being able to actually pay for things, I'll run into people and they'll have more of an advantage over me and it's blatantly obvious like it's not like oh that was fair he got a headshot it's like i'm blasting this dude and he notices i'm there a minute later and shoots me once and i'm dead like obvious advantages 
That was my experience. Maybe I'm terrible. I, I don't mean, know. but it is. This is beta, right? Yeah, it's beta. So but I mean, this is obviously balancing that can. The happen. game's finished. I think they're testing network capabilities because it's supposed to release in like one month. It's not like they're still polishing the game. Yeah, it makes sense. But they could do post-release balancing patches. That happens in shooters, at least, especially like hero shooters and stuff like that, all the time. That's true. Oh, this character is too powerful, so it's like, oh, this ability is too powerful. But the characters that I'm talking about aren't like when I see Darth Maul or like an actual hero in the game, I expect to get slaughtered, right? Right. Like they, they literally that's, just bounce that's not bullets even what off I mean. their lightsaber. I mean like, all right, but so. against a nor- the person that's exactly the same class as you are, it, there's there should be an equal fairness. It should be about twitch reflexes and ability, not about, oh, he has that card, or, oh, he's played longer than I I mean, have. that always happens in any game that has abilities. Like, I'll go back to Call of Duty, because that's the game that I actually had played back in the day. When it has perks. And the difference is that instead of rolling the dice and getting a random one when you level, you got to set one. For the most part, you get to 13, you get sleight of hand. You can reload faster or whatever. Sometimes they would become too powerful. The One of the games was notorious for having one called uh, Commando. And you would launch like many character distances to when you stabbed. And so just be like, oh, you're down that hallway? Commando! Well, you know what the difference is? And so that had to get balanced. With Call of Duty, you know, once I hit level 30, arbitrary numbers, that I'm going to get this. Right. Right. Whereas with this, there's no saying. Right. Plus the fact that you can pay for it. I mean, fine. The fact that it's a gamble might convince people to do it or not do it. I'm not sure that that's irrelevant. The gotcha. It's more the fact that in the beginning you could put 50 bucks into it or 100 bucks into it and be at an extreme advantage till the end of the game. Or not, because maybe you fucking roll 50 crates and they're all fucking crap. No, these things are never random, dude. They always if you pay money, you have a percentage to get the things you want, but you're not going to get all amazing items. You're going to get some trash, too. I don't That's, know. I, I feel like, um, especially if somebody else is playing with an advantage, and I'm able to maneuver, able to <clears throat> kill them, uh, or not, maybe they kill me, um, it gives me the sense of like, oh, I need to increase my skill. I need, I'm need. i getting better at this game. I just killed that guy, and he had an advantage over me. Like, I underdog. must be getting better. Yeah. Or if he's killing me, I go, okay, this is what I got to do to win, because he's got this advantage but I got to find a way to win. Right. So it's going to increase my skill in that sense. It's going to cause me to play more, which co- me playing more is going to give me more roles for chess. So I like that sense. I, I that It's only going to encourage me. It's like, oh, would you win because you paid for that? Well, I just won and I didn't even have that. Right. You say that, but it breaks me down every time I log in to see in big letters, buy crates, increase currency. It's like they're trying to yeah. get you to buy it. It's an adverti- uh, platform for advertising. And I don't yeah. appreciate it. But back you, in the day, video game companies would appreciate you buying their game and appreciating what they've made and not trying nickel and dime you for everything. With The Witcher 3 is a great example, or Horizon Zero Dawn, AAA titles that were made by very small studios that appreciate the gamers that have come to them. So that's the difference. Is EA is too big for its britches. I don't know. I see this in other games too. I mean, League of Legends, they have a similar style. Free game. Yeah, League of Legends is free. Yeah, it's free. If, if it's free, there's an understanding that they want to make some money off of you, and they deserve it. If if it's a free game, I'm happy to put $10, $15 into it. Yeah, but you don't have to. That's the thing. Yeah, you can just play more and get... For but instance, it's aesthetics. But no, no, it's not. In League of Legends, there's your rune page, and That's you can... That's going away, though, isn't it? Uh, well, it's still in the game, It's getting regardless. changed soon, I believe. But nonetheless, it, it's still been a big aspect of the game for, what, five years? Yeah, the past... Six years it's yeah, been... Yeah. So in that, you set different runes into your uh, rune map, and you can change those runes depending on which character you play. So you when can you buy lo- the runes. You can buy the runes, or you can play the game more and buy the runes with your in-game currency. Yeah, because there's two currencies. There's okay. cash currency, and then there's uh, playtime currency. But is it something where there's a max number of runes? Like, eventually, you can't buy anymore. Right, but the, each rune has, like, a specific stat. Increase your health by X percent per level. Yeah. And each rune has, like, different tiers, and the higher the tier, the more money it costs. Uh-huh. So, in that case, you have an advantage if you've thrown money into it, right? Or early if game. you... But like only you for a short advantage. period of time. Same Whereas, with the crates. Well, no, because Why not? it's a crapshoot, right? And so it's like you could get what you want in the beginning, or mm-hmm. you could level till whenever, play it for a hundred years and never get it, right? And it's the, yeah. you have more chances when you buy crates than you do if you're playing on your own. And I don't know the consistency of how often you're going to get crates or how much they cost with experience points from the game or whatever currency you get in the game, right? right. But the point isn't really the functionality of it; it's the lack of respect. 
right? The fact this is supposed to be an apology, but they're still nickel and diming everybody. And it looks amazing. But they're nickel diming it in a different way. They're nickel di- and diming it in a way that makes gameplay changes. And that's the problem. If it didn't, if it was all aesthetic stuff, that's fantastic. Maybe I want a black robe or I want a yellow lightsaber. Who the fuck cares? Like, you can do that. Yellow lightsaber would be sick. Well, is there one? Know, I wonder if there's one that's canon with the story. Yeah. I don't believe so. Okay. Especially because they got rid of a lot of the extended universe. But that's an aside. Uh, there was definitely some yellow lightsabers, in especially in what? the first in the first movie. I don't yeah, don't, or the second one, uh, when they're in the battle arena, and all the Jedi show up, really? and they... I thought they were all blue and green. No, they're blue, and green. And then Mace Windu had purple. And there was yellow as well. Oh. Yeah. Cool. Well, but back to, you know, what Anthony was saying, you know, a lot of games... You can't knock EA for doing it, because every other game does it. Uh, so... That's not true. It's like a newer trend. And I think EA's Shadow of Mordor as well, right? I don't know. Shadow it of War. Sounds, it sounds... Seems like it would be. They typically buy those like licensed games. We have to look at it. I don't think, but I think it's a trend that shitty game companies do. And people buy EA games now, knowing it's like, okay, this is a company that doesn't care about me as a player. That's the difference. Uh, Yeah, that and that is like the one thing. That's why I didn't play the beta for Star Wars because I know I want to play it. I I love the Battlefront, the original ones. Played a crap ton of those That's games. That's another argument we should have. Because what? if you know you're going to buy it and you know you're going to play it, why wouldn't you want to play it early for free? Because because I don't want to support EA. And Wait. playing the beta is only going to drive me to buy it you're, as soon as it just gets said released. you were going to buy it no matter what. But I, I mean, I'm going to hold <laughs> off as long as I can. What the fuck? What listen, kind of a stupid argument is that? Listen, I live in a world of craziness, okay? Chaos at all times. It's not EA, by the way. Shadow of Mordor. <laughs> oh, who made it? Uh, Monolith and Warner Brothers. Oh, okay. Warner Brothers. Interesting. So, not EA. Okay. Well, <laughs> very, either way. Very not EA. <laughs> I don't agree with them. But thank God that it's only aesthetics, as far as I've heard. Because right. that doesn't make too much of a difference. So well, that's, also, that's, what, that's what Overwatch does. It's the same idea. It's all you have aesthetics, crates. You can buy them, but it's all aesthetics. Yeah, it's yeah. aesthetic. If you want right. to make your character look, stif- look different, then fine, do it. But if you're going to, if in Overwatch, have stronger bullets, right. you know, or more defense, it's like, that's bullshit. It totally skews the game. Yeah, so, I, yeah I understand But, that. I mean, that's just, like, the premise of some games now. Like, there's a phone game I play. It's, it's, that's like phone a Phone games well, are not a even, different category, But it's gotcha say. in general. So this is just a shooter gotcha game at this point then, where you roll the dice and you hope that you get the good perk yeah. or you get the good buff. Whereas in the, like... There's certain categories of games that shouldn't have transactions like this. Like, aesthetic's fine. We'll rule that out. But cell phone games, obviously, they're trying to make money off of you. And realistically, it's a free game, right? If you, gotta choose make to play, if you choose to play it free, you can, right? I'm just saying, it's if you can get it for free, it's like Guild Wars. You can get it for free, but they want you to buy the expansion, and there's a lot of perks involved in that, right? Right. So if it's a game that's AAA and is going to cost me $60 and is or more, realistically, for a special edition, it's probably 100 now, you should, they shouldn't be charging you additionally. If for a DLC that makes sense and is polished and delicious, So you just don't like the fact fine. that it's not guaranteed, I don't like the fact that you can change the gameplay so with what real if, money. All right, let me propose the question then. What if you could buy a guaranteed perk? What I if you like could it. guarantee you could buy more health? That would be good if you could earn that on your own in a set amount of time. Knowing at by level 30, I get this, or I can pay money and get it now, is different than you're never going to get this unless you pay money. Yeah. Right? Have you opened a crate yet? Yeah, I've opened a few. So what do you get in a crate? Uh, you get some cards. Um, I didn't really pay that much attention to it because I felt like I didn't have that much time in the game. I just wanted to be in and playing. Mm. But a couple of the cards I got were like stronger shells. So like a, or, so like a crate. Uh, defense. You get extra defense boost when you get shot when you go below 25%. But you get more like than that. one thing every box, right? Yeah, you get three. Okay. So, I don't know. It's it's a valid it's argument. It's really fun. It's I don't, for some people. It's for it's not. Like, well, the internet's erupting, so I don't know. But... Um, it's really fun and I recommend it. I wish everyone just played it during the beta because more than anything, it's just fucking beautiful. Is it, it a looks free beta? So good. It's done now. It Today went over the, the weekend. Day, yeah. No, it was or yesterday. yesterday. It was only supposed to be the weekend and they had such huge turnouts that they extended it to Wednesday. Mm. And so, man, it was, it really is a beautiful, beautiful looking game. Like they did a great job and then destroyed it with, <laughs> with bad ethics. Well, We'll see. They might balance that out later. They always have time to adjust and, and change They're things. They're never going to balance out they the have, play to win aspect. Well, they have time to see the reaction of the people. This could have even been just a test for that, apart from just networking. Like, 
well, how do people react to us doing this instead of DLC? They didn't like that. What about this? It's a classic example of companies, big companies like EA or Microsoft or whatever, pushing the limits as much as they can. And then if they backtrack, it's the same thing as the Xbox. When the Xbox came out, the newer newer one, I think it was, they said that it wasn't going to be backwards compatible and it wasn't going to, everything was going to be online and you're not allowed to share games anymore. No more discs. You know, it's going to register with your system. You can't just give it to your friend. Right. People fucking freaked out. Nobody wants their their xbox camera watching them while they sleep and stuff not that it's doing anything whatever but they backtracked and then they had to regain market share and that's why playstation probably did so much better because they lost a lot of fan base with that that helped and it's the same thing with this like you think companies would learn but they're like no we'll just push it in the beginning and there's going to be early adopters who are going to pay and then maybe in the future we'll backtrack well this kind of ties into a game i just started playing uh called (laughs) paladin Solid transition. Paladin. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, Paladin has battle cards. So it, it has... It does? A, yeah, it does. But the most important thing about this game is that it's a free game. It is a free game. So, so it's allowed to charge you for things. Yeah, but you can pay... So, all right. Paladin is actually kind of... It's Just a lot like Overwatch. It. It's, it's been... I'll, I'll get there. I'll get there. Let, let I want to, you know, describe the game first. Uh, Paladin is a lot like Overwatch. It's a hero first-person shooter game. Is it first? It is first-person. Okay. Uh, it's first-person shooter, and right now it is in beta, so they haven't released a whole lot of maps, but the, the one... The few maps or game types that they have is Capture the Point. So... They'll set a point in the middle of the map, and both teams rush to capture it, right? You have to stand on the point for X amount of time, Mm -hmm. and then you gain control of the point. Once you gain control of the point, a payload arrives, and your team now has to push the payload into the other team's loadout. Interesting. So it's like a combination of the two modes in Overwatch, which was King of the Hill and payload. Now, this is what the interesting aspect is. You are fighting for four points, right? Okay. Um, you get one point for capturing the point, mm-hmm. and then you get a second point for pushing the payload. Okay. If you capture the point and then uh, the other team stops the push, then the defense team gets a point. So you could essentially capture the point, get stopped, and both teams start the next round with one point each out of four. Mm. So, so what happens when you tie? So, okay, this is where it gets interesting, right? Do you have a joust? No, there is there there won't be a tie. Oh, so if you capture the point, push two points for you. Other team has zero. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, it'll reset. You go again. If you capture the point and then they defend, you have three points now, and the other team has one. Why so? Because they defended the stop. They stopped the push. Mm-hmm. You always get a point for stopping the push, but. If they capture the point and push and you defend at three points, you don't get a point for the defense. Oh. You only get a point. You can't win on a defense. This is so rule technical, and I have no idea what this game even looks like or feels like. So it feels feels a lot like Overwatch, but you cannot change your characters in-game. You pick a loadout, or you pick a character at the very beginning, much like uh, Smite or Dota or any of the other games. You pick a character, and you kind of everybody, you know, communicates, and you pick a team that kind of you will... try to build a team with cohesion, but then you're exactly. locked into that for the whole fight, right? So you can't change uh, afterwards. So if you pick like Turtle, you don't have Turtle a Snurt or whatever his yeah. fucking name is, and then they have a team that shits on you. Well, you're just going to get shit on for that game. Like pretty, the whole fucking game. pretty much. Damn. But you can buy items in during the game. Mm-hmm. So as you kill stuff, as you uh, capture points, you gain in-game currency for that round, and you can buy specific items that will help you in defense, attack, oh, that's cool. uh, healing, they however you want to do. Are they unique to each uh, hero or whatever? They are unique to each hero. And before the game, before the match. You can choose a loadout from the battle cards that you unlock with the chest that you generate for your profile. Okay. So you can essentially, the more you play, the more battle cards you get. The more battle cards you get, you can set different loadouts per character. Right. And uh, so if you pick a a tanky character, you can make them even more tanky. You can give them more damage. You can uh, give them health uh, regeneration. You can... 
there's all kinds of different options you can do. So you can actually play each character in a different way, depending on which battle cards you load out. That's pretty cool. Is there that much variety in battle cards that it actually changes the way you play? So like you, I've been just trying to play more. Mm -hmm. So I haven't really paid much attention to the battle cards. Yeah. So I just let them auto pick for me and I'll just do whatever they suggest for that character. That's fair. Um, just because I want to play more, because there's a huge character list, and I want to play as many different characters as I can, so I can get to know each character, what they're able to do. So when I am playing against them, I can, you know, yeah. I know what they're. That's capable a, that's of. the best way to learn how to beat someone is to play as them. Yeah, that makes sense. But how things. does this compare with Overwatch, which is a more polished version? It sounds like so. Uh, it, yeah, it's, it plays a lot like Overwatch. A lot of the characters actually reflect some of the Overwatch abilities, but at the same time, a lot of the characters reflect like Smite abilities, which is funny. Well, because it's made by High Res, so which they kind of same company, yeah, yeah. Uh, so they make Smite, Hand of the Gods, and now this. Um, I think a couple other things. They used to do tribes, and they tribes. dropped it. Yeah, and actually, that was funny because a lot of people um, were upset about them dropping tribes, and were very cautious stepping into Smite because they weren't sure how well uh, High Res would support Smite. Or well, how Smite, long they would support it. At yeah, least. that that too. They didn't want to get invested for it to get just dropped. Yeah. So, so but it might because, be the same with Paladins then, though. Well, the thing is, Smite has generated such great revenue for them, and it is now an eSport game that they're, you know, creating these tournaments. They've got all kinds of revenue from, you know, opening chess, yeah. um, which is all aesthetic stuff. Right. Uh, Smite doesn't do, like, the runes in League of Legends or battle cards in, in uh, Paladins. Paladins. So... Um, you know, they, they are committed now. And now that they've come out with Paladins, it, I mean, it's a great game. It's pretty polished. Uh, you know, I mean, sure, it's still in beta, so there's some things that they still need to work on, but I, I'm enjoying it. I'm really, I really enjoy I know, it. I know so. a couple people that played it and actually enjoy it a lot. Some actually like it more than Overwatch, which is... Do they have reasonings for that? I couldn't tell you what they are. It's, it's, <laughs> I, the I never, same, it's almost I just, the same, but it's just different, you know? Same, it's just same, like a different same, way. Same, but different. Same, same, but different. But still same. <laughs> but still same indeed. Yeah. So, you know, going back to the whole battle card thing, I don't mind Star Wars. I mean, I haven't played the Star Wars game yet, the Battlefront, to know how much of an advantage the battle card or having the battle cards gives you. But I see the purpose behind that and I can see, you know, that you know influencing players to play more so that they can get those cards yeah. that give you that advantage I, I, I just really... from how much the internet's erupting in this one-sided debate i have to disagree based on that fact alone that people it's not like people are defending ea's position nobody's happy about it no it's not great i mean i don't mind when i have to roll a dice i actually get a thrill off that i play a lot of games that involve opening just to get a random thing yeah, that opening a fucking fine. card pack when i was a kid like a pokemon a trade booster cards, pack oh, i yeah. fucking lost my shit that was a high yeah but it's known as a scam right and i'm not saying what they're doing is a good move and i'm not gonna defend it but if you don't like it just don't buy the game just it's so beautiful just, it's i don't care so you have two choices you can support it and they'll keep doing it or you can not support it and hope that they stop well i'll choose the first one you're going to support it? No, I'm going to not support the it. The second one was the latter. Oh, yeah. <laughs> just class. There is a single player mode. I really want to play the single player mode because that was lacking from the original Battlefront. And it's probably going to be really awesome. And it's going to look amazing. And I'm excited for that. But you can't support it. Am I going to buy it? I don't know. I might hopefully play it at a friend's house or something. But I can't get myself to do it. And that's out of principle. I was I was never a target demographic. I never really gave a shit. <laughs> It's really awesome. I'm you have a computer powerful enough to make it look like really good. Yeah, but so I think it's worth checking out. I really wish you guys played the beta. I tried so hard to get Eddie to play the beta, and oh. he literally told me, "No, I'm going to buy it anyways." So I'm just going to play Paladin. Yeah, like, that's I wanted something different to talk no. about. <laughs> Nothing wrong with playing a little Paladin. That's my subjective view on that. Situation. I mean, I went to a music festival weekend, so you know. <laughs> hey, well, that's fine. That's different. Playing music. Yeah, I didn't play the music. <laughs> Probably for the best. Yeah, probably. <laughs> if it's anything like when I go to karaoke, wouldn't have been a lot of people there. 
<laughs> you clear the room. I have cleared a bar on Bourbon Street in New Orleans with singing the Rick Astley Never Gonna Give You Up. Well, that's quite you the resume you got there's, a, there's a video of me singing fucking Never Gonna Give You Up in this bar and there's literally no one but the pissed off staff and my fucking drunk ass friends. <laughs> and, then they, and then they close the bar. <laughs> oh my God. Get the fuck out. It was a good time. I had a great time. I was fucking hammered. Anyway, that aside, um, I went back and played a game I've been enjoying playing. I played more Cuphead, and I want to talk about that a little more. Yeah. Because we kind of touched on it, but we didn't really go into it. And now that I've had more time to play with it and really get a hold of it, I don't think it's as hard as people say. Well, I think people nowadays just don't have patience for games that don't walk you through. Like, there's a certain demographic of gamer that Cuphead is going to really ring with because it gives you a challenge, but it's doable. Is that the same patience you would get from, you know, acquiring battle cards? I think it's a little different, actually. Yeah, it's completely different. <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna actually going to argue that that is a different thing entirely. All right, fine, fine, fine. <laughs> I appreciate what you're trying to do. No. Well, I don't appreciate it. <laughs> um, no, but honestly, I think that a well, lot of gamers expect the hand-holding and don't want that much of a challenge. What hand-holding do you mean? Like, it gives you... Every, it's very front-loaded. Um at the beginning of the game, it gives you a little cutscene, gives you a basic gist of what's going on. It's like, hey, these guys lost the deal with the devil. Yeah, I'm not talking about the story. I'm talking about... But then you go and talk to Gram- Grandpa Kettle, and they're like, Grandpa Kettle? Fucking... I think it's Elder Kettle. Elder Kettle. That's even worse. No, it's great. It rolls <laughs> off the tongue. More Elder. than Grandpa Kettle. I just like grandpas. <laughs> Papa. So, oh, Grandpa. Papa Kettle. So he basically gives you a magic serum that lets you snap bullets, which is, I want to find some of that. Although it looked radioactive. <laughs> it works. And then you jump into a book and it gives you all the moves right out the gate. Boom. It's like, hey, this is how you jump. This is how you duck. If you see anything pink, slap it by doing a double jump, basically, or hitting jump button in the air. The difficult part of the game isn't the mechanics. Right. It's the but fact what's the that- hand-holding part then? Oh, you're just saying that you go, the first boss is tough? I beat it on the second try. Hand-holding in the sense that you have to develop as a player to get through the game. You have to increase your reaction times. Why you have to work and learn the moves of the enemies. It's not something that you can just kind of bumble through and get through the game. A lot of people aren't going to get through the first map. A lot of people that bought the game will not get through the first map. And that is a statement that I will stand by. That's aggressive. I think it's true. The first I think, map? I know people personally who've quit because it's just not their kind of game because it's too difficult. They need People need progression. Whereas gamers like you, but there is progression. It's just if you're doing progression, well. yeah. But that's it's the personal problem, progression. Is that people don't want personal progression? They want to be able to get through the game and finish it. And it, oftentimes you can't unless you increase your abilities as a player. I don't want to compare it to Dark Souls, but it's similar. Or Castlevania. It's, it's the sense it's, that the game it has is never going to loaded difficulty, but it's not insurmountable. It's not. It's something that it's, you can achieve, and you get satisfaction for doing so. But it takes effort on your part. And a I lot will, of people play games. To not put effort in, but instead to relax or to do competitive aspects of it, but not challenge themselves as a player. Yeah, I, I, I can see that. I mean, personally, this game is my cup of tea. Oh. and <laughs> But I like getting as seeing as far as I can. I think it's interesting that you can't see the boss's health while you're playing. You Or even in the running levels, you can only see how far you got in the level until you've died. When you die, it goes, hey, you got this far. And you, maybe you almost got to the next phase of the fight. I like whatever. that aspect. I actually hated it at first. But now I like it. Because now it's like, I get to see what happened. Like, how far did I get? Fuck, I was like super close. Well, I think also it's a game that focuses more on evading and being strategic in that sense. And shooting is secondary. You know what I mean? To a, I mean, you should be shooting the whole time. But I think it's interesting that they give you the option to tap it. And then they're also like, you can just hold it to like... Yeah, I didn't fire. realize that at the beginning, and I it was like tapping it. Right at it. The beginning. Oh, yeah, no, no, no. You know. I learned right away. It's like, oh, I'm just gonna break my square button on this controller really quick because <laughs> I'm just holding it down the whole time. I mean, um, regardless of, but dodging is super key because it is effectively, at least for the boss fights, uh, a bullet hell. Yeah, for which sure. You got to dodge hell of shit. Like I, fu- I got to the plane boss, and first of all, again, that's where tells I am you everything right now. you need right in front of it. Yeah. Hey, you can't even fight this boss until you do the plane tutorial and learn how to plane. Even though it tells you how to do something, you don't get till the second plane level. <laughs> well, it still gives you all the moves. But it gives front. you all the moves. Yeah. And 
that one, so you can be a plane. So instead of a, a dash or a duck, you get tiny plane. And you go from being a cup man in a plane and you turn into a tiny little like you mini shrink. plane. You, you shrink. shrink into a tiny little plane. And I was hoping you'd turn into a duck. That would be hilarious, but no. <laughs> and it's at first I was like, I don't understand. Why would I do that? It shortens your range. You go from having bullets that go across the whole map to like a short range in front of you. And that's because it's not for attacking. It's to evade. If you have projectiles coming at you and you are too fat and slow to get out of the way, you got to shrink. The, mo- the the second I started to start learning and utilizing the shrink, learning being the key word, I was able to beat the level. And in fact, when you guys were coming in and I was playing against Jimmy, the great, the fucking genie, uh, I only beat his ass because I learned to utilize the Y. And that's how I learned. Like I, I'm the kind of player that enjoys playing the game and trying to and trying to figure it out and beat it. I like solving puzzles. I see that as a puzzle almost. I agree with you and I feel like I'm a but similar type of player. But not everybody is. I would argue exactly. that this is a very niche game. I mean, not like aesthetics aside, I could almost argue that well, again, I'm a big fan of that era of cartoons. Not everybody is. Think about the other AAA titles. This is not a AAA title, so it's hard to compare. No, not at all. But the games that reach the most demographics and are the most popular are the games you you don't really need to concentrate that much to play. Most people that play Call of Duty and League of Legends are not good at it. There's a small percentage that are and can contend, but most people just want to shoot things or get through it. I was hanging out with my cousin. He's actually from overseas. He's going to college now, but he knows I'm a game guy, a gamer and stuff. So he's like, show me some cool games. And I'm showing him Cupboy and I'm showing him games that I thought were really cool. And he's like, I just want to shoot things. I don't care. I just want to shoot things. I just want to kill stuff. It's like, all right, check out Bioshock Infinite. And he couldn't even get through the beginning part where you're actually approaching the the town or I forget what it's called, but. Don't you approach a lighthouse in that's Infinite? The, and then that's it, the first one. He couldn't even <laughs> get through. No, there's a lighthouse in the, the beginning. It I think it starts and you're on a boat. Yeah, you're on a boat towards a lighthouse, and then it like yeah. rockets you up into Dude, space town or it was cloud town. Unbelievable! It was like I just I just want to shoot things. It's like there's five minutes of intro in this, and a little bit of waiting and some talking, and then you're going to be shooting like crazy the whole game. But not every game is for everyone. Like, no, I know, but the people that want to play. Like, like his style of games, just want to be led straight into it. Uncharted literally holds your hand through the whole game. When you see something to climb, it's like, climb me. Like, I'm right here. Climb me. It's calling to you. Whereas, Man, I didn't know there was, like, talking walls in Uncharted. <laughs> is, is Uncharted for, like, Drake's acid trip? Oh, it's not even Drake. No, it's the not. Ladies, ladies do acid. No, Uncharted, the, <laughs> it was Drake. But then the newer one was, like, a, an off branch of that, which oh. is the ladies. Which people, was fantastic. People do acid. Uncharted. Play the game. <laughs> well, you get drugged in it, and we talked about how those are my least favorite in the levels in the game. There like are Man. acid levels in yeah. Uncharted. But <laughs> knew it. Back to my point. It's, it's not a game for everybody, and I think the aesthetics pulled people in, which is great, because it's obviously a game that has passion. Okay. But that I would argue that that also goes back to my point. It's a little harder to argue with yours, because unless you play a demo or you know play it at a friend's house or have some way to try it, um, there isn't really a way to do like I was saying with Battlefront, which is either fucking support it and buy it or don't because your other option is to steal it. And if you steal it, you're probably not going to go back and buy it. Not a lot well, of people do that, at least that I know of. The problem there is, you know, most of these games, there's a learning curve, obviously, and you have to learn. There's a patience. You have to have a certain level of patience in order to learn the game. But that's like, true. But with Cup Cuphead... Cuphead, it forces you to continue learning. That's the difference. Yeah. Same with Dark Souls. Great. You can't it just take the skills you to learn from the beginning of the game. Yeah. Yeah. And, well, I, hear, and I'm like, I mean, take a look at Mario. Mario, you jump, you shoot jump fireballs, man. right? Just how how would you learn to that you can fly with the raccoon tail? I mean, unless you spent the time and learned that you run and then you can jump, 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 jump and almost fly. That's a valid, but that's an older game. This game, I would argue, Cuphead resonates similar with yeah, older style of game. Kind of like thing. it play, it doesn't hold your hand like an old game. It forces you to learn on your own through like maybe experimentation. But Mario never told you how to fly. That's what I'm saying. Well, yeah. there, were, there were coins angled towards the sky. It's like, oh, obviously I'm supposed to go up somehow. Let me push maybe some buttons. Run and jump. Yeah, and then you hold it and then you figure it out. Right, live and learn. Right, you no, jump, exactly. you fall into the pit. Right. Oh shit. Okay, maybe I can do something different. Right, but you but had to at learn the same that. time. But the newer Mario's... They don't make games like that now. The hold your Mario's, hand 100%. Yeah, they don't do that now. Now they go, oh, you're a cat. You can climb on walls. 
press A to climb on the fucking wall. Yeah, and if you fail too many times, they literally give you an option to have the game walk you through the level to the end. Or yeah. if you fail too many times, there's like the your invincible shroom shows up and it's like, hey, you're having a lot of trouble on this level. Want to not ever die? It's patronizing. They totally yeah. like make fun of you for it. But you have the option. And so it's available to all demographics. Nintendo is amazing. The golden apple of Eden. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's a super, like the new one is going to be very challenging. But if you fail that much and you're that down on yourself, you can choose the option to bail out and just finish the level. And yeah. continue. It's just like, fuck it, I'm out. Uh, in uh, the Super Mario where you become a cat. I think that was Wii U, right? Uh, 3D World, I believe. Okay. Um, in that one, if you fail too many times, they literally tell you like, well, hey, become Ghost Mario and just rush to the end. We'll just hit, take you there. And it's like, uh, I'm not going to do that because I'm not a bitch. But yeah. <laughs> if I was a little kid, I don't think they would classify as bitches yet until they get to about, you know, 15, 16. No, you're but a little bitch. You, you can be a bitch at 12. <laughs> you're fucking 12. Once you're old enough to make it through and not get frustrated. To, know yeah. that that guy's a fucking wuss for fucking wimping out. They're a fucking wimp. <laughs> they're wimpy, wimpy, wimpy. <laughs> <laughs> they don't they don't make games like this anymore. So when one comes out, it's refreshing to me as a gamer. Right. Hollow Knight was another good example. Again, they, I really enjoyed it. They tell but you all the moves would, up front. I would argue that that game is also not for everyone. Yeah, agreed. Um, I completely agree. Eddie would have a terrible time. <laughs> it's not yeah, probably. alone with his thoughts in a cave, <laughs> bunch of dead bugs. Yeah, that's dangerous. No crates to buy. <laughs> yeah, no crates to buy. What, what are you going to do without crates to buy? I don't know. Every single game I play has a fucking crate. I just realized that. I mean, that shows something about the kind of games you play. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, which but you don't have to buy the crates. I'm not saying. And I'm not saying that to defend it. I'm just saying, do you buy the crates in every game you play? Uh, Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> so that actually brings me to the recent update to Clash of or Clash Royale. Uh, they got rid of the free crates. You used to get a free crate every couple hours. Right. And now they took that away and they turned it into quests that you, you know, they give you a random quest to play uh, 10 matches or win 10 matches with x card in your deck and blah 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 and it forces you to play the game more often because that's you're not, not logging in for a free crate you have to log in to complete the quest eh, i mean that's the de- i mean yeah it forces you to play matches but not necessarily you got me started on this fucking game and every time i get a fucking quest it's the fucking free crate quest well and it's like hey wait four hours get a free chest cool here's five points wait another four hours here's another free chest that's not a fucking quest that's the same shit but well that's that's because you're a low level once you get up to a higher level and you have more cards to play with they're going to give you more options the so. only purpose for cell phone games is for you to spend money on it yeah that is true because in order to be competing at the highest of level in a game like clash royale clash of clans uh any of those you know Shit. highly you competitive do, games duel links on you need any, to drop gotcha like game. thousands of dollars well, there's no way to get to the end with that you and have to stay be, at the you're, top. so you're saying you have to be a whale yeah do you know what a whale is yeah yeah i think they covered it in that south park episode sadly i put 100 100 hours at least into clash of clans and i was happy to spend 20 bucks because i put enough time into it you know it's right. like they did a good job on the game and it's obviously designed for them to siphon your money but if i can get some extra workers and have a better time with it i'll sp- spend the 20 bucks because i played so much of it and yeah. i'm okay with supporting developers in that sense but the games that you know supercell is the creator of those games the producer right both of those games yeah and they're obviously there to siphon money it's for little kids to complain to their parents or for in clash of clans specifically the top tier person always on the charts was an arabic name it's like some saudi king's son who has an unlimited number amount of you know amount of yeah. money how do you can know just it's a saudi king's son assumptions and racism are you familiar with the names of all the saudi kings i'm sons? arabic i can do that yeah. how but. many saudi kings are there multiple i don't know not familiar with the politics of that but region. the point is you have to spend money and unless yeah. you're never going to get to that level by just playing it doesn't allow you to it's not physically possible to defend your walls in clash of clans without spending money yeah. i don't even know how that game works to be <laughs> you spend money to defend your walls <laughs> so basically it. i mean gotcha. to give a little bit of perspective here i've been playing clash royale for a year and I dropped twenty dollars into the game, and I'm still nowhere near you know the highest level of players. So in order to even get myself to boost myself to get to that level, like I, I'd have to spend thousands of dollars. Well, also you can't compete with a, a little kid 
who's playing his game in, in the back of class all day. You know what I mean? Like at work, we actually have to work. We can't sit there and play on our cell phones. And so you're already eight hours behind someone who's been sitting there all night or just grinding in this game, regardless of paying money. Well, even yeah. even still, uh, you're only allowed so many chests to open. You can only have a sl- you only have slots for four chests. You get a chest for a win. So once you get four wins, you filled all your slots and you can only open one chest at a time. So already you're getting bottlenecked. There's no way, even if yeah. you were playing all day long, you're still getting bottlenecked regardless. So in even dropping thousands of dollars. Model. Every game is but a little different. Even other games, you're going to get bottlenecked somewhere, even yeah. if you drop hundreds of dollars into it. You know, this is why, you know, I've been playing tons of Guild Wars, but this is why um, Guild Wars is so cool to me. Because you can buy gold and pay for stuff. But mm. the coolest items in the game, like, for example, there's this griffin mount. It's the only flying mount in the game. And it's fucking sick, and I want one. <laughs> you either have to grind your ass off to get a bunch of gold. I think it's 200 gold or 2,000 gold or something. I don't know the numbers. Or you could just pay for it. But mm. even if you pay for it, you still have to go through a grueling quest that takes hours and hours in order to get the mount. Right? So it takes. So you can, like, buy your entry into the quest, but you still have to do the quest? I think you have to collect tons of things from all over the map, and it takes forever to travel and actually discover the locations and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then to actually combine everything into the Griffin Mount, it costs that amount of gold. So, so you can't just buy it. It's not. I'm sure there are pay to win aspects of it, but stuff like that prevents players from just like, oh, I have money. I'm going to drop it on this mountain and have it. It's like, if you did it, you had to go through the grueling process, regardless of whether you paid or not. Right. And that's awesome. I would argue that that's not pay to win. I'm actually, well, I, think, I, I like I prefer pay to play. Um, pay to win is like the popular one because it's it has such a negative stigma. I believe I've talked about this before. Everyone's like, oh, you're fucking paying to win. I mean, they're also fucking paying money, and that's they can do that. Like I, the one of the games I like to play a lot of, on my phone is fucking Yu-Gi-Oh! Duel Links. It's a fucking Yu-Gi-Oh! Card game on your phone. You can absolutely play with the free cards provided if you grind it out. And commit some time, which you have to do, and be at a competitive level. You can get to King of Games. It's going to be a little harder, and it doesn't have that bottleneck that you were talking about. If you want to just keep fucking throwing money into this fucking pit and buying card packs, which again, I've already said is like crack, which is why this game is a problem for me. (laughs) Fucking now I have digital packs that are in my pocket at all times. So, Oh, I need a little fix. Oh, didn't get anything. (laughs) (laughs) Shit. But there's no bottleneck. It's literally how much money do you want to throw at these card packs until you get every card in the box? I think which you can do. Well, that's the problem I had with Hearthstone is Hearthstone came out free game, started playing it, loved it, you know, put a lot of hours into it, started collecting a lot of cards. Then they had uh, an event come out and it was like 20 bucks. And I was like, all right, you know, I enjoy this game. I'll throw 20 bucks into it, threw 20 bucks into it, got all these extra cards and they were almost needed to be at a competitive level. So I had those cards. Then another event came out, and it was $50. Damn. And I was like, dang, I'm not going to buy that. So I'm just going to stay back. Maybe I'll jump in later down the line. Jump in later down the line. I'm so far behind. There's no point in playing. Now they've had two more events since then, which right. are each like $30 or $50 yeah, yeah. each. And so in order to so be at the level, I, I have to have spent over $100 in the game for digital cards, which, you know... If I was playing Magic the Gathering, at least I have the card tangibly and I can like eventually, if I need to, sell it so I can, you know, return some of my investments. That goes back to what I was saying about it being a free game and they're allowed to charge you to play a free game. They put a lot of work into it and it's Blizzard. Obviously, they want your money also. You know, but they make quality stuff. And if you're going to pay for it, then that's supporting the developer at that point. But a game like Battlefront, take us all the way back to the beginning, <laughs> is something that they're going to charge you it's a premium for. for and they're going to have special editions of it that are going to be over $100. And even though all the DSL, e- DLC is free. DSL. What, what, <laughs> <laughs> the DLC. The downloadable content. Um, I thought you said there was no downloadable content for that Well, game. I think there's going to be updates, but they're all included with the game. Right. So oh, okay. if you buy so the game, the, you, you buy have everything. Okay, okay, okay. But they're just snaking their way in there. That's something that you should, it should be a level playing field, regardless of whether you want to put more money into it or not. If it's a free game, it's freemium. It's made so that you put money into it. You know, right. you can play it. You can enjoy it at a beginner level. Yeah. Guild, back to Guild Wars, you can play the entire game, right? Yeah. Up to the expansion with for free. You don't have to pay any money at all. Unless, hey, you want some more bank space, like more slots in your bank to store right. things. Fine. You can pay more money for that, but it doesn't affect the gameplay. Right. That's okay. I'm not going to pay for it, but 
if people want to, if they want more space, then go for it. If it supports the developers. You know, I paid for it twice, and I honestly don't feel that bad because I'm already having yeah. so much fun with it. I mean, one of the one of my biggest uh, money things I like to think about if I think a game was worth it is a dollar an hour. If I can play That's a good way, a dollar an hour, like so. If I, sometimes you know, I get that back in spades. Like Pokemon, most of my Pokemon games have 500 plus hours because I have a problem with Pokemon. It's a fucking it's it's a problem. <laughs> yeah, is that game worth 500? dollars Is that what you're saying? No. But then there'll be other games. But if I can play like a AAA game or whatever for like 60 bucks and I can get like 60 hours or about, I would argue that that's worth it. Or like another game like or even games where I like uh, Duel Links. If I've I've played that for almost a year now and I've put some money into it, I've played a fuckload more hours than the dollars that I have put into it, though. So I'm not too mad about it. So I don't know. I yeah, it's, it's I'm not defending interesting. that you can buy the it's a good way to look I, at it. And I don't and I do not like that it does do uh that Battlefront is doing it where it affects gameplay. It, yeah, that's kind of shitty. But I mean, we'll see how it plays out. It's it's interesting because we're all tell, very yeah. we're all very passionate gamers and we grew up in a time where you know you buy a game and that's it, you bought the game. Uh, and the video game industry is making such a sh- huge shift in yeah. these... The gamescape, if you will. Yeah, it's it's just... Uh, it's causing a lot of commotion, and it's causing a lot of debate, and it's making people stand up and say, hey, what's going on here? Like, where, where are we going to end up? Well, and- yeah, because now we're not 10-year-old kids buying the fucking $60 cartridge that's Superman 64 and it's shit, and you just don't go, oh, fucking well... Now I'm a fucking grown up with jobs and I only get to buy so many games and I only have so much time to play games. So if you're going to try and fucking try and just milk money out of me, fucking take my goddamn business elsewhere. And it's, we still harken back to the way it used to be where you could just buy a game for like I bought Cuphead. I think it was 20 bucks. I'm going to play the fuck out of that It's game. worth more than $20. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, we win money and lose money in that regard. Right. Like to say... You know, Pokemon, you put 500 hours in. If the game's worth a dollar an hour and, you know, you only spent $40 on it. a return, yeah. Yeah, there's a return in investment there. Yeah, yeah you know, it, it's it's hard to fight these yeah. things when, you know, if you're going to, if well, I'm going to play Star Wars Battlefront for 500 hours and I'm going to get those battle cards regardless, you know, what does it matter? Yeah. I mean, and then there's always going to be resistance when people have to start getting charged money when they previously weren't being charged money. I'm not defending that they charge the money, but I game. felt the same way about the PlayStation. This is we're, I'm going to go to consoles now. Go ahead. So Xbox 360 charged for to play on online Xbox yeah, which Live was a or whatever bunch of bullshit, right? But the PS3 didn't. It yeah, but remained there's a free there. online. Yeah, but what does the PS4 do now? Because that's what I was going to say. You know why? They cre- why? Because the I Xbox, don't actually know. They supported their online. It was clean. It worked really well, and it, there were no issues. Well, obviously, it's going to have some issues, was, but for the most part, it was great. The PlayStation Three did not have good online. It wasn't easy to it? communicate with people. It wasn't easy to get around. It like was shitty in comparison to Xbox, which had lobbies and ways to communicate and connect with people. It's funny, right? actually. I was w- listening to a podcaster. Um, his name's uh, Donkey something. Everyone knows Donkey. Uh, yeah, Donkey. You're talking about video game and Donkey? He was, yeah. yeah, video game Donkey, yeah. <laughs> Jesus. So, <laughs> so he Fucking was saying... Hey, but, but he, well, he was saying that, uh, you know, Xbox 360 charged that premium. PlayStation didn't. Uh, Gears of War 3 had all kinds of issues. And there was only like six people in that game. And whoever's hosting the game, you know, had a, a better connection than the rest of the everybody. But that's one game. But, PlayStation had another game where they had like 60 people on one server and it ran smooth. Yeah. It depends on I, the game. But I never had any problems with any of the games that I played on my PS3. And then if I would go to a friend's house, I didn't see a noticeable enough difference that it was worth paying a monthly fee to play online. I think it was the polished aspects of it, right? It was security. You know, it was there is security. Protecting we your talk about that. Yeah. Yeah, there was they did have that leak. But that, <laughs> but that was internal but anyways. That was, and we were saying that was security. That wasn't online. But um the point is, it was a cleaner experience. And yeah, PlayStation worked fine, and I would rather not pay online for it. But at the same time, PlayStation was the first one to start giving you free games. So I pay $50 a year, I think, maybe 60 bucks a year, and I get like 30 free games a year out of PlayStation. And they've been great. Resident Evil 1 was one that I've played literally five times since yeah. they gave it to me. My you cousin know? got Rocket League. Like yeah, that, for free. I got it for, for free. free. 
I paid for it, and I pay again for it. I paid for it on PC because I wanted love to play that game. I'm gonna buy it on Switch when it comes out. Yeah, me like, too. Fucking, I want Rocket League anywhere I go. Yeah, it's probably my favorite game of this year. Speaking of, actually, past it's, two it's, years, it didn't come out this year. <laughs> no, it came out forever ago. But yeah, it's amazing. That's a, that's an amazing game. But how can they improve on that? I want to see what Rocket League Two is going to. I don't look want like. there to be. No, a they're Rocket not going to do. Mind. They actually said they're not going to do a Rocket League Two. Yeah, that they're only going to be uh, improving Rocket League as a game. And it just come, keeps coming out. And, and they do. It just keeps, keeps getting cheaper and better. <laughs> well, it, it's just I don't so... think it gets cheaper. I think it actually got more expensive. No, it goes on sale now. for like $2, dude. Well, yeah, it's really it's, dirt cheap. It's an old game, but, but not uh, on sale. It's not. But they're always coming out with new stuff. I mean, did you play Rocket Labs or... Yeah, I did. Or uh, Rumble? Rumble is like such a fantastic game. I so love it. So they have these it. experimental game modes in Rocket League where maybe the, instead of being like a soccer field, it's a big donut. And you go around in a circle and the goals are right next to each other. Yeah, or, yeah they've also like my tried favorite. to alter, uh, replicate other sports than just soccer. Yeah, they did hockey for a bit. Which was trash. Yeah. No, it was awesome. It was like it a was, different no, style as, of game. As someone yeah. that likes hockey, that game fucking pissed me off. Well, it's not hockey. You just play with a puck instead of a ball. No, yeah. that game always ends up with me getting pissed. And I don't normally rage quit, but I got Damn it! Every time I played fucking that ice game, that, that ice day mode, I would fucking end up on my back just spinning in the goal like fuck. This. The <laughs> only you, difference is the ball doesn't bounce; it just slides on the ground. It yeah. changes the game so much. It, and yeah, it makes the game dunk the puck above along the wall and let it just drop in front of the goal and tap it. And that's like well, you can do that easy with the ball. mode. Uh, well, okay. So did you play Rumble with I Rocket didn't League? Play Rumble. Rumble is the best game mode in Rocket League. It's so much fun. So you get items every 10 seconds that you can use. And I didn't know they had items. Yeah, so the items are really cool. They'll give you like a, a spring punch, like a punching glove on a giant spring. Mm-hmm. And you can be riding around and you see the ball kind of like float in front of the goal. You sh- hit that and it just punches the ball in. Or <laughs> if they're about to score, you can just punch the ball away. There's one where it's a spring with a kick. So you can kick the closest player, the closest car. They have one where it uh, switches spots. So if you see somebody about to like hit the ball in, you can switch spots with them and you will be in their position now and they'll be where you were. Oh, or so they it's, have, it's madness. Yeah. It's, it's just chaos. In a there's box. one where it, uh, it launches a grappling <laughs> a hook box. onto the ball. It launches a grappling hook onto the ball, right? And then you just like slowly, the <laughs> grappling hook retracts like pulls and you in. pulls you into the ball and it like hits the ball in a random. Actually, it's. It, yeah, it, there's just so many different ways to It's a cornucopia of chaos. <laughs> it's, it's a lot of fun. There's a tornado, so you can drive around, and if people are, like, flying above you, they get caught in the tornado, and you can throw them around. Or the ball gets caught in the tornado, you throw the ball around. Nice. I, I'm actually, I like it when, so it's interesting, because I don't like sports games that are, like, just replicants. I'm not a big fan of, like, Madden, or the NHL, yeah. or even FIFA, or any of that. But I love, like, video game e like, sports games i like mario strikers which is mario's soccer game which has like weird goofy abilities it's really more like land yeah, hockey because you just beat the shit out of each other it's so much fun but then i've also seen games that have come out uh the same creators of bastion came out with one recently called pyre mm-hmm. and a lot of people are saying like just so you know there's like a visual novel aspect but it also pretty much plays like a sports game because your objective is to get shit into the other person's pyre or your pyre or whatever but it plays like sports games. There are different abilities. You're trying to dodge around them. And- like a funeral pyre. Is yeah. that like somebody oh, who yeah, makes Yeah, like a big pies? fire. No, pyre, P-Y-R-E. It's like a big fire. <laughs> oh, I figured it would be like... You're a- trying to escape out of hell by playing like this weird ritual, which is basically a game. And it actually looks really fun. I'm actually going to try it soon, as soon as I've mastered Cuphead. <laughs> but- <laughs> so never. Maybe. We'll see. <laughs> oh, that'd be a good Halloween costume. Cuphead? Yeah. Nah, that's rough. You gotta have like a big plaster thing on your head or something. Why you gotta make it out of plaster? Cardboard thing on your head? <sighs> you gotta use your imagination. Why not just get a really big cup? <laughs> that's too heavy. Make it your head. Ceramic thing on your head. <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> Challenge um, accepted. But I want to try that game. It does look cool. Um, and it's definitely a passion project like pa- Bastion was, which was really fun, really creative, and kind of led you along the game, which is right. cool. Um, a lot of people were really skeptical about it. It's been out for a little while. I can't remember how the reviews actually ended up in the end. I just remember when it was coming out, people were hesitant because it was a far departure from their previous two games, mm-hmm. uh, Bastion, and I actually don't remember the other one, the Electric something. I don't remember. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. It's kind of like a XCOM. Is it? Yeah, I, I didn't it's a play little that. Bit like XCOM. I played Bastion. I didn't play the next one. 
The other one looks really good. I haven't. Yeah, I've, I was looking into it. They both have, a, they both have it. like a lot of good reviews. They're, it was uh, on sale on Steam, and I almost darlings. bought it, but right on. Oh, and I think that's jazz hands. Real jazz hands Real. this time. <laughs> They're actually there and <laughs> jazzing about <laughs> like a Jedi. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> oh my god! Hey, we did talk about Star Wars today, and I did the whole talk without giving you any wado. That's true. Almost. So give us <laughs> getting better. Give us a little bit a of a few water. more years of therapy and you might be totally good. <laughs> he might come back. <laughs> if you guys want to reach us, again, nothing's changed. You can find us on Facebook at hack slash played. Twitter's the same thing at hack slash played. Uh Gmail. Oh, we can't even keep up. <laughs> Just too many. Too many. I like my eyes are melting from reading, looking at the screen from reading all these emails. Yeah, I had to remove the Gmail account from my phone because it just vibrates constantly and it's just a huge pain in the ass. You know, you can find some really fun uses for that. <laughs> so stop sending us messages. This is a call. Don't send us any more messages. <laughs> all right. Well, the Gmail account is hack and slash played at gmail.com. Yep. Send us a message. We'll read it on the air. Maybe. Mm. We haven't done it yet, so yeah, we might not. Who knows? We'll keep it up. We'll keep it fresh. Keep it fresh. Keep it fresh. And thank you guys so much for listening. And we'll catch you next time. Bye. Bye bye. I'm not giving one this time. <laughs> <laughs>